Welcome to the DCR podcast. I'm your host, David J. Morris, and I'm here with my partner here, Dave Rand, and as well as producer Josh, making sure things go smoothly. Well, today we are so excited to welcome Jeff Archer and Betsy San McGill uh, from YOLO Board. Now, if you guys don't know uh, what stand-up paddle boards are, uh, I'm sure you've seen them, whether you've done them or not, who knows, but there's a good chance that you've been on one of their products. So these guys sell boards, bikes, and now brew, and we're t- specifically talking coffee. So welcome, guys. Super cool Thank to be you. here, guys. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So this is actually the first time, and, and a lot of our listeners will know, we've, we've never interviewed two people at the same time. So this should be a a fun deal. And and um, we've gotten to know uh, Jeff and Betsy and their partnership and collaboration for probably like five years now. They kind of started four or five years, started dipping into the the coffee game a little bit. So um, but before. Yeah. Before we go there, you know, tell us about YOLO. Tell us about YOLO boards, how it all started and, and give us the give us the journey, guys. Yeah, so so YOLO started uh, back uh, 14 years ago. Um, at the time, I was uh, in the uh, the furniture business. I had a, a factory in in uh, Bali, Indonesia, and we were bringing back uh, 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 reclaimed teak furniture. And we were building from uh, everything for com- from commercial pe- people like Aveda hair salons. We were doing salon furniture for those guys, and a lot of high end interior work on the coastlines, and. Uh, I ended up down here and there was a bit of a dip in the, the real estate market back in 07. And uh, I had to start looking around at what, how, you know, what, what was going to be my next generation of me. And uh, I had just been introduced to paddle boarding. And my first experience on a paddle board was damn near magical. You know, first of all, I could do it, which was amazing to me that the first time out, you know, I could actually do it. And, uh, I paddled out immediately into a pod of dolphin, just boom. And wow. these dolphins were literally teaching the baby dolphins how to catch fish. And I'm standing here <laughs> watching this. And, you know, I don't, you guys haven't seen our water here on the Emerald Coast, but it's Emerald. So it's like looking down in Windex water. And I'm watching these mama dolphin, you know, nail a big bluefish running through the channel and kind of stunning it and a baby running in and catching it. And the, my first thought and uh, you guys may be a little young for this, but my first thought was, man, I feel like Marlon Perkins. And uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, Marlon Perkins, there was a show called Wild Kingdom. And Mar- yeah. Marlon Perkins, yeah, Mutual of yeah. Omaha's Wild Kingdom. And uh, Big Jim <laughs> and Marlon would take you on all kinds of adventures around the world, and they would literally get up in it. And uh, that's how I felt. And the next thought was that, man, this was so easy to do. Everybody's going to want to get up in it. And uh, yeah. so, you know, I've, I've been in manufacturing at that point for 20 plus years. And so kind of had an idea of how to go about it. And to be honest, to, I, before I started making paddle boards, you know, for us, and we'll get to this of why we're doing business with you guys. But for us, making great product was always a big, big, uh, important part of entering the market. So my first two containers of uh, a product that I built, I built surfboards that I sold to the interior design market to hang in houses. Nice. Because I knew I had a market there. And so I knew I could kind of learn the trade. So we built like 400 surfboards 
that hang in houses all along the coast of Florida now um, to figure out, you know, the layers of fiberglass and what what uh, density of foams to use and all those things. So, so, uh, so yeah, we just kind of, uh, you know, fell in love with how it made us feel on the water. And, uh, and without a doubt in my mind, I, I felt like in the early days, even though it was tough to sell in the early days, because a board was $1,500 and a paddle was $400. So it was a $1,900 entry part point, only one board in the lineup. So you had to have people that had already maybe experienced it. They had traveled a little bit. And, um, uh, but, uh, but but you could see when you put people on the board, you could see their eyes glaze over in a way that you were like giving them a drug. So I knew yeah. it was only a matter of fact before it started happening. And then when it did, it just kind of exploded. And, uh, you know, uh, we we sell boards all over the world now, you know, and in, in the early days, we wondered if we could really create a board company from the Gulf Coast of Florida. There's no board companies in Florida. They all come <laughs> from the West Coast or California. And even when we started, you could hear a few snickers from the West Coast, like, come on, right, be real, you know. And uh, but we just believed in our vision and we had a kind of a different target market than than the industry itself had at the time. The industry, when it first started, was very, very performance driven. And uh, and we saw more of a recreational lifestyle element to the experience that we had on the water. Um, so for us, it was more about adventure. An adventure could be just right behind your house in a local lake, you know, that you just stared at for years and now you're paddling through it, and, you know, really experience it in a very real kind of way. So, yeah, we got impassioned by how it made us feel. And then, you know, once that happens and you guys know this because I know you're very passionate about what you do. Once that passion, that fire is lit, it's kind of hard to keep it out, you know, so it's just. It just, and then you surround yourself with great people like Betsy. And um, uh, my wife is also one of our, uh, our, our leaders in our company. And our, our des- my design partner, Jake Meyer, has been with me for 13 years, um, which I'm very proud of because we've designed everything together. And, uh, and that's tough to do with one person. But we, we have a good back and forth nature and he can kind of read my mind sometimes. And he always comes back with a better idea than what I presented to him as what the challenge was. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, it's been fun just creating stuff. It's been fun uh, spending a lot of time outside, man. That's been the biggest winner for me is that, you know, daily I'm outside for extended periods of time. And um, I figured out over the years that, you know, for me, true richness is the more time that I can spend outside, you know, not really uh, worrying about all that other stuff. And I find yeah. nature has a way of doing that. It has a way of kind of like clearing the cobwebs, you know, and 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 keeping us mentally healthy. So we're real proud about that with YOLO board because we see it in people's lives that it does, um, uh, you know, help help them build a, a better life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you do paddle boards and you do electric bikes. But how? Let's talk about how the coffee thing came to, came into being. Well, the coffee thing came into being because I I'm I'm, I'm literally a coffee nut. Um, I wouldn't say uh, you know I'm. Uh, I, let me restate that. I love coffee, and, and and I don't know a lot about coffee, but I know what coffee I like, and I know what coffee I don't like. And uh, wait, you want yes. me to add something here? Because my mom is a little no, bit. No, I'm going to get to So my mom, mom is gonna, a food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, be, yeah. So, 
No, this Betsy's mom is the reason why we're with you guys. Betsy's Betsy's mom, <laughs> you know, once Betsy came aboard, you know, us figuring out where we were going to move into again, all stemmed on quality. Now, Betsy's mom, um, like Betsy, who doesn't like to share a resume, um, was one of the founding uh, members of the, the Beard House, um, which is a famous place for chefs. The James Beard, Beard Foundation. Foundation. Yeah, she was with Julia Child and Peter Kump and my dad. And my dad was the financial person who helped them figure out how to start the James Beard Foundation. And I asked him why he was involved with them. And he said, because because cooks can't add. <laughs> <laughs> and they needed somebody to do all the math. <laughs> and so, um, but my mom is, she's 83 years old. And, and when she was about 75, she's, she writes cookbooks and she started a new line of kitchen gadgets. And we have been talking about coffee and she talks to Jeff sometimes and gives him a pep talk <laughs> when it's tough days to be an entrepreneur. And she's like, for crying out loud, which is the way she starts a lot of sentences, you know, just get out there and do coffee. I'll go figure yeah. it out for God's sake. Yes. <laughs> and isn't that kind yes. of, you yeah. recall yeah. that being, and so she went to, she found a coffee show, went there, walked around, talked to everyone. And she goes, these are your people. They have the best co coffee and they're the best people. That's, that's <laughs> basically exactly what happened. And I was there when, when we <laughs> met her at the trade show booth um, at coffee fest, Atlanta <laughs> And she was just this <laughs> ball of energy that was so sweet and funny and sharp and witty and the whole thing. And she's like, you got to meet you. I got to, you know, you got to meet my daughter, Betsy. She's doing YOLO paddle boards. It's a lifestyle brand. I don't know if you know what one of those are, but they're getting into coffee and I'm telling them. And I, I mean, she's just like pitching us to work with you guys. And we're like, okay, oh, absolutely. We're happy to, you know, and she made the introduction and, and uh, we started cracking the whip basically because it was like the accountability of, <laughs> of her was was amazing but yeah, you, there was going to be blowback absolutely. if this didn't work no, out for there was major pressure but I, I do remember it, it was shortly after we had met and when we were talking early I got a package in the mail and it was an autographed book from her. She signed one of her cookbooks. We were talking about cooking and stuff. And she, at the floor, she was showing me all these gadgets she's inventing. She's like, I have a patent for this. And I'm in the middle of this patent. And this company ripped my idea off. And she, just no. going through and saying, this is such a, in such a treat, especially at some of these trade shows, which are, they're awesome, but it can, the days can kind of drag on. So when you, when you can meet someone with that much energy and character, you just, they really stand out. So, I mean, it's been fun. And then we all uh, probably a year later, I think we all got to have dinner together with you, Betsy. And, and again, oh, yeah. so, um, but anyway, what a, what a fun, fun thing. And we're so thankful for your mom. Now, now she probably should cut. We probably should talk about a royalty thing. I think that was maybe like in some part of the program, but yeah. I, I don't know. She's been, she's been <laughs> generous. She's been generous. We'll just say that. She's been very generous and she's, she's, uh, she's a great mentor uh, uh, for, for, for me and Betsy. Um, and that, uh, you know, I always say the one, and there's not a great, a lot of great things to say about getting older, but one of the great okay. things as an entrepreneur about getting, as getting older is that I say, like, if you were in the batter's box as a, a baseball 
player and you see the pitcher winding up, sometimes you know what he's going to throw. Well, you don't know that when you're just getting into the deal because you don't know all those tell signals yet. But after years and years, you start to have, see tell signals that tell you a little bit about things that are maybe about to happen or that you need to look at. And because of experiences that you had, a lot of times these experiences when you got beat up a little bit, but you kind of remembered enough. And Betsy's mom's been just great in being able for me to pick up the phone and, and listen. She, she'll curse it like a sailor when you get her wound <laughs> up. And she's, just, and she's this little sweet little thing, but she is just a dynamo. And uh, if, if uh, it's hard to believe she's 83 years old, it really is. And, and, I, and, and, and she gives me the vision of maybe what I can be when I'm 83 years old. And hopefully I'm able to help some young people like she's helping Betsy and I. But yeah, she made that connection with you guys. And it was like, hey, this is who you guys are going to do business with. And we were like, yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, we are. And uh, so... Um, but the, the biggest thing was, was that we wanted great coffee. And she knew that we didn't care about making money with coffee in the beginning. We just, we just really wanted to have uh, uh, an accompaniment to the brand that, uh, that, you know, like I was saying, I drink coffee all day long. You know, I start with uh, black coffee in the morning and by afternoon I switched over to, to cold brew and, yeah. uh, you know, I drink coffee and water. That's pretty much what I drink, yeah. you know? Um, so, you know, that, that, uh, you know, having you guys be able to, uh, allow me to drink such great coffee every day has been just a, a, a super part of this, uh, this program. Now, Betsy, uh, has put together some awesome hospitality deals for us in the beginning of this, where we're actually putting bags of coffee in people's vacation homes, uh, on the coast. Yeah. Um, but we've got some other great things coming up, uh, with the coffee and, and, you know, like, just like our electric bikes or our board, I, I just don't see sustained growth without being a great product. And, you know, everybody who we give a cup of coffee, a, a coffee of you guys, coffee says the same thing. You know, it's just a solid, solid cup. It's, it has a very, very smooth back end finishes on every roast that we sell. Um, and, uh, and, and we're very appreciative of your, your guys' hard work in, in making sure that that consistency for the five years that I've been drinking it is just the same, you know, good, good, good stuff. Well, and really on the front end, we just knew we just had to get past my mom. <laughs> right. If we could win That's her right. over, if she liked the coffee, we, we were home free. Right. <laughs> she didn't like the coffee. Yes. We were in big trouble. Totally. Well, and, and you guys know your customer base well, because I mean, I remember it took a while to get the right uh, blend figured out and the right combination of, of full bodied, uh, not too dark. You want a, a smooth finish, but you want, you know, it, it took a while to get it dialed in. But I mean, once you picked up on SUP blend, um, you know, decided what was going to be SUP blend, um, you know, it's just been growth from there. You know, I, I think that's, you know, now we're starting to, and you can get into this a little bit, uh, a couple other coffee offerings, but um, just the core that's up blend man is, is, uh, it's great. Is, is it? Well, and we've kind of upped the ante on the bag market. You, you guys kind of, our designer who designed for, who went with Jeff forever, he designed a pretty radical oh, bag. Yeah, I want to know whose car that is on the cover there. Is that the same car in your hat? No, that that that's actually uh, now an aspiration vehicle. I hope to own okay. that car by the end okay. of this year. 
Um, nice. No, you know, we just, you know, the thing with the coffee and, 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 and the way it goes together with our brand, it's all, you know, it's, it's about seeing life as an adventure, living cool. it with passion. We see those kinds of vehicles. Like I have a, I have a, a, a sprinter van that's all built out with, you know, all the solar and all that stuff that I've had for the last four or five years. And, uh, and those kinds of vehicles we do things with, we did, well, I would actually see this, somebody that I know has a vehicle like this, you know, so, um, the, we, we think that the adventure vehicles together with the packaging of the boards and the bikes and stuff like that, they just kind of all speak to who we're, we're trying to talk to, you know, uh, there's a big movement of people outside right now. I know you guys know it out West. It's huge. And there's the whole, uh, uh, what's it called out off the land or outlander, you know, um, yeah, yeah yes. that, that um, type of stuff. And, and we see our coffees as perfect fits for those markets. Um, uh, right. the, 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 the flavor and body hold up, whether you're at your kitchen counter or you're out at, around a fire in the middle of the, the wilderness. And, uh, so we, 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 we believe that, uh, you know, that type of packaging talks to the, to, to our customers. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, now tell us about how someone could get your coffee and taste your coffee and experience, um, sup blend. Like you, do you have any, like any cafes, is it just retail or what, where, where are you guys kind of, what are, what are, what's next for you? Well, so, so, you know, with coffee, Betsy's been really good about keeping us focused on, on solidifying steps that we're taking and then kind of moving. And the biggest thing for me as an entrepreneur that it took me years to learn was patience. And generally speaking, you know, the old me, the 30 year old me would have wanted to launch this with you guys five years ago and be everywhere for, you know, one year later. And, uh, and I used to really believe that I could do that, you know, and, uh, and it's not that it's undoable, but, you know, uh, when, when, when you're doing this as a, a lifetime thing, you know, you stop trying to run a sprint all the time and you enjoy the process. So, you know, getting a great coffee, just that we could drink to be quite honestly with you was our first goal. And, uh, and, and, uh, and then getting into some hospitality was our second goal. So it started to kind of create some cash flow and get exposed to people. I mean, every week there, you know, hundreds and hundreds of houses that all week long, they're drinking supplement. And, yeah. uh, when they get done, they can go to our website, uh, um, yoloboard.com, yolobike.com or yolocoffee.com. And we'll all lead you to the coffee. Um, and, uh, you can buy and we can ship directly to you. We are starting to sell to more coffee shops here on the on the on the coast. Um, you know where we are. Uh, I tell people we're like Disney at the beach, and there's about nice. thirty miles of uh, pristine white beaches and four colors of blue water that go out from there. And our our first goal is to to have the the Yolo brand all throughout the Disney park, and that'll be in some of our own own coffee shops that we plan to. Uh, create. Um, and then uh, we'll also go into other coffee shops. So uh, in, in areas that we're not, so uh, within the next 12 months, we'll have the Yolo coffee brand branded all along the Gulf coast, either in our own stores or in, uh, uh stores that will be carrying it. Yeah, man. Yeah. The demand is there to be honest with you. It was just that, you know, we just, 
have been so focused on really making sure that electric bikes and bicycles kind of took that next good baby step that we were looking for yeah. them to take, which has definitely happened. The demand for those products, uh, we, we can't keep a bicycle in stock. I mean, literally we'll unload a thousand of them and two weeks later they're gone. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that, that, that gear, we're in that gear and now it's time to put a little focus on, on the new baby of the family. And that's the coffee company. Uh, and uh, like 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 you guys said, he's five now, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to see if we can get him to do some chores around the house at this point. Uh, yeah, and we've yeah. got him some apparel. He's yeah, we'll be sending you guys out a package uh, uh, with a bunch of uh, the new uh, apparel and uh, uh, stickers awesome. and point of sale stuff that we've been working on for it. Yeah, we love that, man. So okay. is the five year old gonna be a barista eventually, or uh, you know, what, what's what are you thinking there? Dude, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a fullback. I think he's gonna be strong in the backfield. I think we're gonna go to him for yardage when we need it. I think okay. he's solid. Okay. He's a commodity, and he's a great commodity. So I, I think it's a it's an acquisition that you know just helps us keep moving the ball, and in a, in, a, in a great fun way. You know, coffee totally. is just so fun. We feel like it's 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 uh, allowing us to talk to a new younger customer. Uh, in a way that we hadn't before, you know, uh, we've got a lot of new uh, 20s and 30 year olds that are joining the tribe and maybe being introduced through coffee or once they find out coffee's within the deal, they really get excited about it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we see that, uh, that, 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 that new part of the company really being able to talk to a, a group that we haven't really had a big conversation with yet. Cool. So I have an entrepreneurial question. Um, when you started, what's one piece of advice that you wish that someone would have told you about running your own business? Are you talking about YOLO specifically? Yep. Okay, YOLO specifically. Well, I, I, I think that it would have been to be more focused initially on the team that I put together. Wow. And 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 in a little bit of a rush, and I have a tendency to do this, and this is where Betsy and my wife are both very good for me. They slow me down sometimes and make me think about things a little more than if I'm just by myself making decisions. And, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, my initial partner with YOLO, uh, a guy named Tom Losey, um, uh, 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 who was a wonderful person to birth this brand with and that he had some great ideas. And then we both were fueled by nature, like being outside. And uh, uh, um, Tom went on to do some other things and Betsy actually bought Tom out. And when Betsy came in, it was for me with a little bit more specific intention at that time about what I needed as a partner. You know, um, it wasn't a guy just like me. Because we right. sit around and talk about ideas all day long, you know, <laughs> and then go try to do them all. And uh, that's no slight to Tom or myself. Businesses need those kinds of people. But I really needed somebody who was very fiscally responsible. Because as you guys know, running a brand for decades takes mm -hmm. incredible financial smartness. It's not easy with everything no. that comes at you, you know, from... Uh, you know, COVID to uh, shipping costs to whatever it is that comes away. So, so I would say just really look and see if you're surrounding yourself with the people that are going to help take you where you want to go um, and, and, and slow down and make those decisions a little bit more thoughtful. 
um, than maybe just being super excited about the idea and whoever's there around you right now becomes the team. And, uh, and you have to go back and you have to, to redo that later. Um, uh, 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 or, and, and that's not always easy, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that would be the, the piece of advice I would have given myself in, 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 in starting and starting this, uh, overall, what I would tell somebody is keep your blinders on. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had so many people tell us we're wrong so many times along the way here, um, uh, about putting together a lifestyle brand. Um, when we, when, when we first started building bicycles, people thought we were crazy. They were like, you guys are a water sports company. What, yeah. what, what are you doing? You know, and it, we had a vision and we had a passion for that vision and we made it work, you know? Um, and, uh, so that's, that, that's a, you know, and an old, old friend of mine had told me about that early. He said, look, on this YOLO thing, you put your blinders on, man, and don't listen to anybody. You just keep focused on what your vision is and keep doing it. And don't look around. You don't, don't look around, you know, don't go to trade shows and get enamored by what your competition is doing. Stay focused on who you are and, 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 and what you're trying to build. And, and I think that's, that's a real important thing because it's, you know, uh, I actually don't allow myself to go to too many trade shows because truthfully, I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, you know? no, nice. Um, we, <laughs> we only care about what we think our tribe well, wants and what we want, we, we, what we want to uh, uh, build. So I find that building on that um, notorious for telling you what you're doing wrong are bankers <laughs> who don't actually do anything but sell you money for money. Right. <laughs> And so when we went to them, because, you know, we needed some capital and we're like explaining, we think we really need to do bikes. There's a lot of pressure from the marketplace. They want us to make bikes. We think we should make bikes. We all kind of at the same time said, why aren't we making beach cruisers? If especially if we can make a great one or better one than other people. And they're like, I don't, I don't get it. We're like, really? You don't get it? Cause we're at the beach. <laughs> we're like, they're like, no, no, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> we're like, ah, it's probably a pretty good yeah. idea. And then the coffee, gosh, we didn't even want to talk to them about nice. that. We didn't think they were capable. So we just did that on our own because coffee and, you know, except we're like, well, we're a lifestyle brand and there's a lot of different things you can do with your life. Yeah, so sure. It opens up a lot of doors for us. So how'd you guys decide on the name YOLO? So uh, uh, I mentioned Tom Losey uh, earlier. So Tom and I had already gone down, we were going down the path of like trying to figure out the construction, but we, had, we don't have a name for the company yet. And, uh, and at this point, Tom had probably thrown 500 names at me. You know, we knew it had to be something kind of cool, something different. We knew it couldn't be the Gulf Coast water sports company or paddleboard company or whatever. Um, and one day I can remember I was, we were in the warehouse. We had no furniture in there at the time. I think I was sitting on a five gallon bucket. We were eating a sandwich and he goes, what about YOLO? I'd never heard the word before. This is pre Drake making it big and famous. And uh, I saw, I was like, what's, what's, what's YOLO? Cause to be honest with you, it didn't, it sounded like another weird thing. And maybe he had said to me earlier and he took his hand in the air and he wrote it out. He goes, you only live once. And I swear I almost fell off the bucket. I was like, (laughs) that's it. That's how you feel when you're in that moment, when you're gliding across the lake, 
you you are reminded to how special life is and that you only live once and that man yep. you should be doing this thing you should be drinking a great cup of coffee you only live once right you should be uh-huh. out doing adventures and being in nature because you only so it just for me it was like okay we got this is it we got it this is the thing and so um i i really at the time i was blown away but i've been even more blown away the longer I've been able to be a, to be able to be a steward of this brand, and mm-hmm. and 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 that is is that it it has an emotional effect on people when they tap into it, and uh, you know we've had all kind of pop culture touches just because they love it. Drew Brees um, uh, calls me and says, "Hey man, I need some more Yolo shirts." Uh, Drew Brees is not a paid athlete. I think he has a, a deal with it. He's been on ESPN four times with a YOLO shirt on because he loves nice. the message. He loves what yeah. it says to people. He likes that positivity of, of, of thinking about your life as a very important thing to be being executed on a daily basis. Um, I don't know if uh, I sent it over to you guys, but uh, Brian Kelly with Florida Georgia Line just wrote a, wrote a, 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 a song called Beach Cowboy, where he talks about riding his YOLO bike, his two-wheeled steel horse, and saddling up his YOLO and riding waves like John Wayne. I mean, just like blowing me out of my chair, like this guy's talking about my kid, you know, he's yeah. talking about our baby. And not yeah. because we asked him to, but because the the product touched him. The message of you only live once touches him in a way that he he, he lives that way. I don't know if you guys know Brian or follow Brian, but he lives that type of life and very positive. So, so being able to, 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 uh, to guide the ship, it's called YOLO. Yeah, man. I feel like we just got to make great product and get out of the way, you know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and let people like Betsy have a important voice in the company and making sure that, we're making the right financial decisions and uh, and and taking the right next baby step so that 15 years later we built this this lifestyle brand to the to the next segment. So so how many uh, crew members are on the SS Yolo? Nice. How many employees do you have? Um, I would say probably 14. 14. 14. 14. Yeah. And okay. And how important is culture? Or what part does culture play in the successfulness of your business? Well, it's everything. Uh, it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a group of people um, that have been with me for some of them eight to 10 years. I, I like to say we've, we've, we've raised them. Uh, my, uh, the guy who's the head of our sales has been with me since he was in his early 20s. He now runs my sales department. Um, the guy who's running uh, Yolo Electric Bikes has been with me since he was a teenager. He's now got a, a young family and he's running that bike division for us. So for us, we've grown a lot of our leadership in-house since they were kids. And uh, they started working for us just slinging bicycles or or rental Yolo boards on the beach for us or whatever. And um, if if we see something special in them, we try to nurture them. Um, and, uh, and the, you know, and, and we professionalize this occupation farm to where this is something that they can look at that, Hey, you know what? I can raise a family doing this. Whereas in mm-hmm. the old days, if you were down here at the beach and you were in some of one of these 
board or chair rental businesses. It was very seasonal. It's a choppy life, you know. So what we're trying to do here is build a, a professional uh, life for them uh, around things that they love to do. I like it. It's awesome, man. Yeah. And, you know, but we do have a different kind of, we have a different kind of culture and workplace. Like we don't have, my husband used to work in corporate America, Coca-Cola. And he's like, you know, I've got meetings about meetings. Yeah. <laughs> like what, when am I supposed to do work? And he's a scientist. So he actually had a lot of actual work. And he's like, these people just meet all the time. <laughs> but we kind of meet when we need to talk. And, and Jeff's really good at not micromanaging people. He likes to get people he trusts and let them really do stuff. Um, and one of the things we talked about just recently is, you know, Jeff's all about making a high quality product um, all the time in everything we do. And if you want to deliver a high quality product or service, if you don't have people who really care about what they're doing, it's really hard. Yeah. Like you can't take shortcuts. You can't have people who rush through everything at the expense of your product or your service. Cause if you do that, that's the difference. That's why it's higher quality Right. because <laughs> people care. And uh, we've had some experiences where it's been, that's been kind of very evident in what we do because of the people we have working for us. Um, and how much they care about what we're doing when you Absolutely. say Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I mean, if, we're but, very blessed that we, we really do have people who care about, they don't just care about the company. And when we all, when I onboard somebody, I'll tell them, I said, listen, this is probably a little bit different job in that, you know, you, this brand that you just came to work for, you're considered an aunt or an uncle to this child. now, <laughs> And so everything that you do, has to be for the betterment of this child, you know, because yeah. it's going to take care of us at the end of the day. And I've got my whole crew buying into that now. You know, they see our brand as our baby and uh, yeah. and the baby has to be nurtured. And uh, when the when the baby when we nurture the baby, the baby nurtures us right back. Um, but it takes that um, uh, that visual for them to even think about their relationship with the actual brand itself, not just the products, but like what the brand stands for and how they interact with it. Yep. So, yeah. And if, if your dog like gets sick though, we have, you can bring your dog to work if you had mm -hmm. to, but people put in long, hard days, but we have a lot of flexibility in how we can accommodate kind of their lives. We want them to have full rich lives too, you know? Great. So, um, this is a question for both of you. Um, what was your very, very first paid job when you were young? And uh, what did you learn from it? Go ahead, Betsy. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, I hadn't thought about that. Let me. Uh, well, I'm trying to think back. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I can tell you. My, my first job. My first yeah, job you was, go. My go first job was 14 years old. And I used to vacuum the carpets at the local health club and uh, and wash out the the whirlpool in the steam room. And oh wow, uh, um, uh, that guy that hired me for that job uh, when I sent you guys over the, my bio uh, about me uh, being in the apparel industry, he was the guy who brought me to California. Uh, what seven years later, and gave wow. and gave me part of his company. 
uh, in California to go work with him. But I, I, I learned work ethic from him. I learned about, mm-hmm. I learned about passion from him that it wasn't just vacuuming. It wasn't just cleaning the club. You know, we were, right. we were, we were taking care of something that we really cared about, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so I've kind of brought that along with me knowing that like, whatever it is that you're doing, you got to love it. You got to give it love. <clears throat> and, uh, and so that's what I learned at 14 years old, you know, and, and not to mention at 14, if you're out there working, I learned how to work too. So yeah, that, yeah. that was probably the a, yeah. a big takeaway as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I have two things. One, my technically first job was working at the putt-putt golf nice. course. And I learned how to make like slushies and pretzels and hand out golf tees. And it was a, a very highly social job because everybody went to the putt-putt golf course. So there, it was a little self-serving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had a very short golf career in high school. I did get a varsity letter, but um, putt-putt may have contributed a little nice. to that. But But what I learned more was um, it, I, I also did a good bit of weeding yards no. <laughs> for, for money. And I did learn how to put in a hard day's work, but, um, my dad was a business person and he had, uh, been the head of a couple of companies and I had to go work for him and do some stuff. And, um, I found that whenever I would do that, I was always doing the worst possible job that existed at any company. And he taught me early on that when you're the boss's kid, what needs to happen is one, you need to do the worst job there is. And then you need to do the best job at it without complaining and make, and if you don't, nobody's going to like you. (laughs) And it it worked really well because at one point my son went and worked in our warehouse and uh, he quickly learned that too. And, and uh, he, he worked, brutal days in our warehouse and he worked so hard um and but it's it's served him so well in life because he really got to know all my guys and they really genuinely liked him because he worked hard and he could have been you know it could have been a it would be a different scenario if he was a weasel or lazy or anything but also my dad taught me that when you're when you're the boss if you ever want anyone to work on a saturday or do anything extra special. You better be make sure you get there before they do and leave after they do and bring yeah, down. Nice. <laughs> and so it's just kind of like simple stuff that some, if you don't get it modeled to yeah. you early on, you may not realize you got to work harder than everybody else. If you're the boss or they really may not respect you or grow to resent you a little bit. So that's one thing I think that kind of keeps our culture too. I think our employees kind of respect a little how much we put into it. Just as, if we expect them to put all that into it, they're seeing Jeff do the same thing and his wife and everybody. We kind of all are on the same, uh, on the same, we all have a watch on the ship. Yeah. I guess. Well, I didn't know that was your first job. I would have guessed sous chef for your mom, but then I realized she probably wouldn't oh, well, you, no, so I, for that. I so. refer to it affectionately as forever there filing was what I there called you go. it. Perfect. Yeah. I just had to file papers till my fingers. Oh, funny. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Now comes the time in our show here where we do what we call rapid fire questions. And so I'm going to give you a choice between this or that, or in some cases there's three choices and you guys each say your, your preference and why, if you want to, um, We'll start with tenderloin or ribeye. Oh, ribeye. Ribeye. The flavor, but it has to be 
right medium rare if you're gonna give me a ribeye that's not medium rare as my mom would say just forget about it okay. um next is house on 10 acres or house on a lake 10 acres oh lake yep okay or 10 acres on a lake would be like that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> um as a spectator uh football basketball or baseball football no basketball uh, the weather outside, 75 or 90? 75. I could take either one. Just depends. Uh, better actor, Brad Pitt or Robert Redford? Redford. Yeah, I'll take Robert Redford. Okay. Um, vacation at the beach or cabin in the snow? Beach. Both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hard work or really lucky? Oh, hard work. And, and lucky. You have to be lucky. You, you got to have both. You have to just work hard until you're an overnight success. And it looks lucky, but it's not. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what's yours? I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think hard hard work is just the, the basic ingredient. And and then, you know, luck luck happens when you're working hard. But you got to hard work's got to be the basis. Right. Okay. We got a couple more food ones here. Let's get to the important stuff. <laughs> French toast, waffles, or eggs Benedict? French toast. Yeah, I say French toast too. Okay. Iced tea or lemonade? Iced tea. Iced tea. Okay. Uh, pie, cake, or cheesecake? Um. <laughs> I would say cake. But I've started eating pies. So I had COVID and everybody kept bringing pies to my door. And I couldn't in for like two weeks. The only thing I could eat was all these pies. And I never thought I would have wanted a pie before. Yeah. And then I thought, gosh, I can't believe somebody just left a pie on my door. And I started loving pies. I still can't taste anything, but I really have an affinity for pie. That's, so. that's funny because when I had COVID, all I had was pie too, but it was pizza pie. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Gained 12 pounds in 10 days. It was awesome. <laughs> um, okay, one more here. Uh, coffee roast, light, medium, or dark? Dark. Medium. Perfect. And that's funny because your blend is actually a medium dark. So it's right yeah <laughs> exactly between you guys um and maybe the most important one would be border bike um oh, yeah. i know for, for me board i like first. them both board, board, board. board first if i have an opportunity to be on a, a beautiful piece of water i would say board but electric bike when i first rode an electric bike yeah i called jeff and i'm like that's the same feeling as when you first start paddleboarding and you realize I can do this. I'm on the water and I just saw a dolphin. That's what it feels. I go, this is, this is exactly that same. Rush. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, that's awesome guys. I Thank mean, you both so much, so much. And, and, you know, over the years, I would just say like the consistency that, I've experienced and everyone at Delano's has experienced from, from you both and, and your brand and the look and feel and the everything is exactly like what we just heard on this exactly. podcast. Like, exactly. like it, there's no surprise anymore. I mean, we've, we've loved you guys. We've loved working together for all these years, but like, yeah, it's super aligned. You guys are doing amazing things. 
people can buy your boards kind of everywhere, right? I mean, on your website, but you can get them. Where, where, where can someone buy your, buy your products? Right now, the easiest places to get it is on our website. I mean, due, due to COVID demand, we have really struggled to keep up with demand on everything that we make right now. So um, a lot of our dealers haven't been able to be stay stocked. They'll get their, their orders in and then it's gone. So our online operates under its own guys. It it orders its own inventory based on projections. So sometimes it ends up with the only inventory left. So right now online probably be the best place to get the biggest selection. Um, we do yeah. sell at stores all over the country, all, the, uh, all through Europe. Um, but I would say online is going to be the easiest place to see um, uh, the, the biggest array of what we've got. That's awesome. Okay. So YOLOBoards.com, YOLOBikes.com, YOLOCoffee.com? All singular, YOLOBoard.com, YOLOBike.com, and any one of them will cross over. They'll take you to the other. So once you end up at YOLOBoard.com, it'll show you right where to go if you want to learn more about the coffee and where our coffee comes from from you guys. And you guys do such a good job of, of getting beautiful, beautiful, great beans. Um, I mean, yeah. that's one of the things I'm so so proud of. I, uh, we, were, we were meeting with a new client. Uh, not too long ago for the coffee and we opened up a bag of our beans and we happened to have a local competitor's beans there. We opened up their beans and theirs look dried up and irregular and ours are so shiny and pretty. And oh, it's just it was such a proud moment, you know, it's like a proud dad moment. <laughs> um, so you guys do such a great job. It's, it's, it's a pleasure um, to represent the product that y'all make and, and, and thanks for your guidance into this arena for us. And, 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 and just like, you know, I, I talked about Betsy, we can't be successful without having great people in positions like you guys are in. So, um, we're, we're excited about growing it together. I've got, I've got great, great dreams for our young little coffee five-year-old and, uh, hoping you guys can help us get it there. Yeah, so, happy to. Yeah. So this went great. And I would say that if any of our employees saw your bag down in our warehouse, they could predict exactly how this interview would go. Yeah. I mean, it, Matt, it, you guys are in alignment with every, I love, I love the package. The consistency brand. We're, we're seriously hardworking people who wear flip flops to make <laughs> exactly. There you go. And, and we've crafted this entire industry or, or this entire workplace of ours and our, our whole life's work around our ability to dress comfortably and get up early and go to bed early and not have to do too much, nice. you know, but we're seriously work hard, but when we just kind of appreciate, you know, you only live once, so you should work with people you really yeah. like. And so I'm glad I get to do that every day with Jeff. And it's the same extension when we found you guys. You get all our jokes yeah, yeah. and you make great products. Totally. Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys. Say hi to your mom. Yeah, please. And uh, all right, guys. Thanks okay. for having us. Have a great day. Have a great Thanks. day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.